0: Welcome back to another Doberman Podcast. This is the stories and history of the Doberman Breed Series. This is Season 3, Episode 3, and this is What Happened After the Great Louis Doberman in 1894. And this is your host, the Doberman King. Before we get to our episode, please make sure you visit Doberman101.com to check out all the products that we have to offer. True toys, collars, harnesses, leads, leashes, collars, everything. Everything Doberman approved and ready for you to order. Direct shipping from warehouses in the United States, Canada, and the United Kingdom for now. You can also visit our Facebook group that we have on Facebook. It's a private Doberman training group under Doberman Training Techniques with over 53,000 members. And also if you'd like to learn via TikTok and YouTube, we do have channels on TikTok and YouTube. Find us under Doberman Training Techniques at el doberman king you can check out some of our videos the easiest thing is just to join the group and you'll find links to everything there so today we're going to pick up on where we left off from season three episode one we talked about the the great the legend el papa de los pollitos our founding father Louis doberman and now we're going to get to what happened after his death in 1894. so in 1894 after Louis doberman passed away he had gotten the attention of two legends that a lot of people don't talk about and there's not too much information out there so I tried to gather the best information I could so I could give it to you guys. And um, one of them is Odo Guiller. I'm sorry if I mispronounce the names. I'm not really good in German. And uh, the other gentleman is Goswing Tiskler. So these two gentlemen... Uh, for example, Mr. Oroguillere, he was the owner of a liquor factory in Apolda, which is the same town Louis Doberman was born. And he was born in 1852 and died in 1922. He, of course, met Louis Doberman and his dogs and found them very attractive and he fell in love with that breed. He was also a great architect and sponsor of the breed. And through his efforts, the breed was officially recognized as the, in the German Kennel Club in ni- the 1900s. On 1899, on the 27th of August, Mr. Goyer founded the Doberman Pincher Club of Polda. It became the National Doberman Pinscher Club of Germany later on. It was clear that by that time the breed needed a name. Dogs braided by her Doberman had already been given various names, for example, Thurigen, Pinchers, Billings, etc. At the time, whenever her Doverman saw a sharp black and tan mongrel he said that's my dog which led people from outside Apolda to refer to her dovermans dogs as dovermans at at the dog market in Apolda dog people spoke about the pictures of dovermans dovermans pictures out of respect for all the work done by her doverman it was clear to O'Goyer and his friends that the name doverman should be connected with the breed forever. In Germany at the time, there were only hunting dogs, shepherd dogs, butcher dogs, and pinchers, and therefore it was decided that the new breed should be called the Doberman Pincher. So here comes into the scene Mr. Goswin Tiskler, who was born uh, January 18th, 1859, also in the same city of Opolda, Germany, and died in 1939. So all these three gentlemen, you've got Louis, Doberman, you got Mr. Goyer, and you got Mr. Tisler. They were basically friends from the same town. And they Louis Doberman started the breed, and these two gentlemen basically carried the torch and continued, and they were the architects of finalizing and giving us the breed Doberman of what it is today. So Mr. Tisler, that was born also in Apollo, he was one of the biggest sponsors of the Doberman breed and was possibly the most important breeder of his time. Not only had he had the advantages of seeing how the breed developed, but also the opportunity to play a part in the evolution. Thyskler's contribution to the breed was of great value. He bred under the name Groland, after a street in his hometown. He was close friends with Mr. Goyer, and they exchanged dogs. The very inferential sires Graf Belling and his brother Graf von Groland were both bred in his kennel, part of the well-known five-star letter. So there you have it. Those two gentlemen, Mr. Goyer and Mr. Tisler, they were the ones that refined the Doberman breed after Louis Doberman passed away in 1894. Now, thanks to them, uh, we have what we call today the Doberman. So they dropped the name Pincher, and they also dropped the second N from his last name Doberman and kept it with one N. There's a lot of stories about that also that you can research. So I'm going to give you some more information later on in our next episode about the litters, about basically how we got to this point, how we got to this point on the breed and how it was developed and famous breeders throughout the world and champions. That's why I want you, that I'm sure you're listening, you have a lot of Doberman experience, you've had champion dogs too, send us your story so we can put it up on our podcast and uh, you can let the world know so everybody after us, any generations after us can understand the breed and appreciate the breed a little bit more and realize how amazing this breed is. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day. Don't forget to hit like and follow on our podcast and share if you can. And uh, we got many more episodes coming soon. Thank you.